Welcome to the Gospel for Life. We have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but rather it's for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. I'm Josh Bales, pastor of the Well Church, here with Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Phil Moran, pastor at Christ Presbyterian Church, and Jonathan Van Hoogen, pastor at Spring United Reformed Church. Now, if you'd like to find out more about us or catch past broadcasts or get information about our annual conference, you can find us at ReformationVoice.com. Once again, we are working our way through various psalms. You're hearing my voice at the beginning instead of Josh because Josh is not with us today. He's taking a, a week off to get some things done around the house, apparently uh, the wind which is sometimes a rare thing around here, was strong enough to take out a fence of his, so he's doing some repairs on that, so hopefully that's going well. We all wanted to be with Josh working on his fence, but knew that this work also had to go on, and so we are going to to be here instead, but we're with Josh in spirit as he's out and about fixing a tattered fence. Yeah, did you hear that, Josh? We really, really, really wanted to be with you (laughs) instead of in this comfortable studio. I I noticed that on the um, group text that you sent that none of us offered that in response, but just know that we felt it deep in our hearts. We felt it deep in our hearts, and (laughs) we are with you in spirit. So we've been working our way through the Psalms. Today we are going to look at Psalm 115, so maybe one of you guys want to read Psalm 115. Tell you what, I'll read the first half and Jonathan will read the second half. How's that? That works. Psalm 115, not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory. For the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness, why should the nations say, where is their God? Our God is in the heavens. He does all that he pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths, but do not speak, eyes, but do not see. They have ears, but do not hear, noses, but do not smell. They have hands, but do not feel, feet, but do not walk, and they do not make a sound in their throat. Those who make them become like them. So do all who trust in them. Why don't you take it from there, Jonathan? Oh, Israel. Trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. Ye who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord has remembered us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, both the small and the great. May the Lord give you increase, you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. The heavens are the Lord's heavens, but the earth he has given to the children of man. The dead do not praise the Lord, nor do any who grow go down into silence. But we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord. Uh, this psalm, we, we don't know for sure the historical context of this psalm. It, it may be, uh, some scholars say it may be a post-exilic mm-hmm. psalm. Uh, in other words, written in the time 
uh, shortly after uh, the the Jews, the people of God, returned from exile in in Babylon, uh, when Cyrus of Persia allowed the the Jews to go back um, to uh, Canaan uh, to uh, and to Jerusalem, and uh, the the taunt that begins this psalm is something that the people of God would have heard both in Babylon and and perhaps when they got back home uh, as well from uh, those who did not trust in the Lord and those who trusted in other gods, those who trusted in idols. Um, and so the psalm begins, not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name, give glory. Uh, that's a wonderful place to begin, uh, that Lord, the glory not to us, but only to you. And for the sake of your steadfast love and faithfulness, there's that covenant language. God God has kept steadfast love and faithfulness to his people. Then the question, why should the nation say, where is their God? And, of course, uh, cynics, uh, cynics and, and uh, those who uh, reject the God of the Bible say that right down to this day. Where is your God? And uh, this psalm, in many ways, is, is a response to that. Uh, it's a psalm of praise in response to or in the context of that taunt, where is your God? I've always, well, my family would say that what I'm going to say next should be asterisked, but I, I w- I've said that I would like to have Psalm 115 used for the text of my, for my funeral. I may have said that about a dozen different yeah. passages. Yeah. Yeah. But this is one that constantly comes back um, because really the main theme is, I love the opening line. Um, not to us. Not to, not to us, O oh Lord. You, you are the only one that really deserves glory. Mm-hmm. And it's because of your, of your steadfast love and faithfulness. But then the rest of the psalm is this just beautiful interchange between Everybody will trust in something. What what are you going to trust in? Yeah. Are you going to trust in idols? And this whole mm-hmm. section on idolatry in, in four through through eight. Um, and I come from a tradition of the three forms of of unity, and and one of those forms is the Heidelberg Catechism. And in the section that deals with the Ten Commandments, when it deals with idolatry, and it asks the question, "What is idolatry?" The the answer is that you're you it's something that you trust in. Yes. That's that's the component that often is lost in in idolatry. It's not just that you worship something. You've put your trust in something. Yes. And and Psalm one fifteen brings that out here that idolatry is really misplaced trust. And then the second half of Psalm one fifteen says, No, trust in the Lord. That's where your trust needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um and that's part of the reason why I would love it as a funeral text, because you lay before those that are there saying, yeah, this guy, don't worry about him. Give God glory and make sure your trust is in the right place, because mm-hmm. his was. Mm-hmm. I have lots of faults, but one of the things that I haven't gotten wrong is that I know who, where my trust needs to be, and my trust mm-hmm. needs to be in God. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I love that about Psalm 115. Yeah, you know, I, when I hear those first lines of, um, of this psalm, I'm actually uh, drawn back to, it was a movie, uh, uh, actually a historical drama film called Henry V, 
with there was a Shakespearean drama, and Kenneth Branagh is in that movie. And, oh yeah. And you know, in the, in that movie, the French outnumber uh, the English by five to one. Mm-hmm. And Kenneth Branagh playing uh, Henry V, um, you know, inspires those troops in the morning of this battle. The battle then, of the battle of Agincourt. Uh, Agincourt, yes. And then at the very end, uh, as he walks through the devastation. Uh, and the victory, uh, there's this song is playing, and it's it's beautifully renditioned. It's non nobis domine, not unto us, not unto not unto us, O Lord, um, but to your name give glory. The victory belongs to Him. Everything that we accomplish belongs to Him. Uh-huh. And it and it, it's a very moving part of that film, but it I think it cemented. in my mind in some uh-huh. way this those opening lines of Psalm one fifteen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, the, the three of us uh, in this studio, uh, these, the, the three pastors in this studio, um, have all been profoundly influenced by John Calvin and the Calvinist tradition. And, and of course, we don't claim him as a, you know, we don't, we don't claim Calvin as an apostle, uh, but mm-hmm. ju- just as a teacher. And one of his great themes was uh, that all human sin the 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 root of the root of sin the sin that comes before every other sin is idolatry that we all worship something and we will direct our worship to something even though we will deny it even even the even the one who vigorously claims to be an atheist worships in other words as as Russ was saying earlier even the atheist puts their trust in something and Calvin would say that that's idolatry, and the Bible would say that that's idolatry. Uh, Calvin said the human heart is a, is a veritable factory of idols. In other words, we're just constantly producing them, <laughs> of false things that we put our trust in. And this psalm uh, first begins by challenging us to trust in the Lord, and uh, then goes on with this description of idols, which is just wonderful, beginning in verse 4. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands, and then all these things that they have, but they don't do. They have mouths, but they don't speak. They have eyes, but they don't see. They have ears, but they don't hear. Noses, but they don't smell. Hands, but they don't feel. Feet, but they can't walk. They have throats, but they can't make a sound. And then, verse 8, those who make them, in other words, those who make idols, Mm-hmm. And this this includes both little statues that you might bow, bow down to or just false things in your heart that you produce that you trust in, whether whether there's a figure to worship or not. Those who make them become like them. Mm-hmm. And this is the, the biblical truth that you will become like whatever you worship. And so be careful what you worship. Be careful where you put your trust. Uh, put your trust in the Lord and his faithfulness. If we can just settle down there just quickly, um, I think it's healthy to to pause often and and just reflect on where your trust is. I'm not I'm not actually saying where we say it is. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean, I where think is we, that functional trust? Yes. What is when it really is functioning? What are you trusting in? You, know, you can say, "Oh, I trust in the Lord," but then we work like we don't trust in Him. We look yes. work like it's all up to us. Yes. Yes, what would happen to me, as you guys said that, I'm just over here in my own mind thinking, okay, 
how would I feel right now if I got a phone call from my bank saying that um, somebody had got into my account and taken all my money? Yeah. And, and good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. And sorry, and sorry, I'm sorry, I mean, there is so little somebody's, there. Somebody's disappointed if they chose mine. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, seriously, whatever, whatever thief is like my 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 son, who's now an adult, used to say he would say to my wife and I, Mom and Dad, if anybody ever broke into your house, they'd be the most disappointed burglar in all of the in all of America because you don't have anything to steal. Well, anyway. Um, but we understand the sentiment. What happens if you've lost everything? What happens if I was yeah. to if I was to lose everything? You know. Finan- fin- let's just take finances as one example. Mm-hmm. If suddenly I was to lose everything, what would that do to me? Well, you know that that uh, that song by Horatio Spafford comes to mind. You know when he thought he'd lost. Well, he did lose his family at sea, but he thought even his wife had had passed. And uh, you know he's, that song. Um, when peace like a river attendeth yes. my soul, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever yes. my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with with my soul. You know that that's that's where the functional trust was placed at yes. that really moment, at that critical mm-hmm. moment when you've lost everything. The functional trust was still with the Lord. Mm-hmm. That you know the this psalm actually it moves it moves us not only from that. The, the acknowledgement of God unto God be all glory, but it also moves us to the fact that he's going to bless us. Verse 12 begins a transition. He's remembered us. He'll bless us. He'll, and this is God putting his name on his people. He's going to bless those that fear him, both small and great. He's going to, he's going to bless us in our daily life, uh, you know, with our children. And he's going to bless us in the things that he's, you know, in, in, in material as well as spiritual blessing. Um, this is the just a reminder that, uh, and he says, and he will, we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore, just taking us from now to eternity. You've been listening to the Gospel for Life. Thank you for listening. 